0: Hey guys, Coach Sean here and welcome to another episode of the Coach Sean Fitness Podcast and I haven't done one of these episodes in the last two weeks or so. Two weeks ago was the last time I did an episode of the podcast. It's probably a good thing I didn't do one last week because you guys would have been fed up with me because I would have been just 30, 40, 50 50 minutes to an hour on Michael Jordan's The Last Dance because that has been like, I don't want to say the highlight of COVID-19 because that sounds like... COVID-19 has been this great event which obviously hasn't been and the absolute highlight was the last dance but it was I'm trying to think of the right word for this to describe it but um, a glimmer of hope no that's not right but anyway it was the one of the one of the good things of these this last couple of months has been Just the the process of, you know, working all day in the Monday, doing my my live class through Zoom and boot camp on um, the Monday night. And then once 8 o'clock hit and it was finished, I got my good bottle of whiskey down by my side. The fire was lit. The TV was on. It was two hours straight of... Easily the best sports documentary I've ever seen. I'm not going to go into any more than that. But if you have not watched it, you have to check it out. It's 10 episodes. It goes through the career of Michael Jordan as well as uh, the Chicago Bulls. One of the best sports dynasties in in any sport. Um, you got to check it out. That's all I'm going to say in that. Check it out. It's pretty cool. Moving on. I'm dependent on running. Yep, that's 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 my, my um, that that's what I'm going with today. I am dependent on running. That that um I have to admit I didn't realise it until a couple of weeks ago. I went for a run and I messed up my calf again. Um, so I'm gonna have to get that checked out by by physios and stuff. There's definitely something going on there. I've had a lot of calf issues over the years. Every time I train for a marathon there ends up being a problem with one of my calves it, it, and it's bolting them at this stage so it's definitely something with the running mechanics I think my glutes aren't firing too much to run so I'm starting using them mini bands a lot more to, to work on them and hopefully that works but I, there's probably some underlying issues there I'm not a physio so I gotta get checked out when all this whole COVID-19 thing calms down and everything starts getting back to normal one of the first things I'm doing is ringing up a physio, booking in and saying hey sort these calves out because I'm pretty much sick of it at this stage but getting back to my point being dependent on running I messed up my, it was only an easy run messed up the calf I'm like oh, it was supposed to be a nice light run and I tried to go for a long run run that weekend 2-3k in I felt it getting worse it's like you know what I'm gonna take a week off running here because if I take any more in the week off if I try and push through this I know I'm gonna wreck my calves and I did that before the year the year before we do the night run myself and eric who is another our co host of the any given day podcast we were doing a the, the night run in, in dublin at the end of april 2019 and my goal my goal was just doing my fast 10k i had not a particular time but it was definitely sub 50 i wanted to do and i was doing my own training for a marathon at that time which i ended up not doing because 2 3k into this we were running at a 440 pace i think it was and i was like i was, I was feeling good but then the calf started twinging a bit i was like Eric I'm going to need to pull back a bit because this calves at me he's like nah come on let's keep going let's keep pushing through and my own fault kept pushing through I should have said I should have been more adamant being like no this this is going to end badly so we kept pushing through at that pace and 440 pace was pretty fast for me kept it going by the time the six kilo- six or seven kilometer came I remember we're coming right back around towards tollbridge um, toll and these tollbridge crossroad the from the, the tree arena and uh, the calf just went bang. I tried to cut in front of someone, and then bang, gone. And I had to pull in. I was like, "Eric, just keep going. I'm, I'm done for." I started shaking and little, stretching, and all these hundreds of people kept running by, and ego kicked in. I was like, "No." Nope. I can't just walk off and back to the start. And one of our friends, Elaine, was doing as well. I knew she was behind. I was like, I can't, I can't let her run past me. She got so thick. When I told her that, that one of the reasons I stupidly started to limp run the last two, three kilometers was because I couldn't let her get one up over me and finish the race ahead. I actually did my last K as I uh, was my best K because I kept limp running. Whatever way I was running, bouncing off the other leg, uh, I remember it was, it was something ridiculous, like a four thirty pace, like I should not have been done. Like and finished with 48 minutes but my calf was totally ruined I did nothing for the next five six weeks because of that completely strange stupid thing to do so instead of losing a week or two and just resting and quitting the race I decided to keep on going last five six weeks so when I started to strain again I was like you know what I'm backing out and I know what you're thinking Sean what the hell does I have to do with being dependent on running well, I got back into running this past week, I ran a 5k and I was around a minute and a half slower than, than I had been in the previous two weeks, but I was okay with it, I was back in, there was no pain in the calves, Um, and I find a 5k is very tough, the way I'm doing them is the last 2 to 3k, the last 2k is all uphill, so I'm like, let's keep pushing because I was reading somewhere that the, a race doesn't really start until you're like, 75% into it. As that last 20, 25% where you have to go all out, that's when the race really starts. And even when it comes to marathon, they say the race, the marathon doesn't really start until like kilometer 35 out of 42. And it's that last 7k, it's what do you have left in the tank to keep pushing. That's really gonna decide whether you get you get your time you want or finish the race or whatever it is. And it's the same with a 5k, it's the last 2k. That really, really counts. So the way my 5K runs are going is in that last 2K, it's a hell of an uphill. So if I can push through that uphill, and then for the last 500 meters where it starts to flatten out, if I can get an extra burst of energy to keep going from there, if I keep doing that each and every week, when it comes to set my own 5K PB on a flat, I should have a lot more energy in the last 2K because the body is. Is ready for this big uphill. When I mean, there's a flat, it's just it all. It's almost gonna feel like a downhill for me. Hopefully, I still haven't got to the point where I think running's dependent yet. <laughs> it's a hell of a long intro, but so when I'm doing that five k, it's all it's mentally tough. It's like let's get through this hill. I'm not thinking about anything else. It's like let's just get through this hill, get to the top, keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. When I'm doing the interval runs, it's the exact same thing, the 400 meters by 8, so it's like, let's keep pushing this this minute, minute and a half, so I'm going for a minute, 30 seconds doing the interval runs, because that's going to work out roughly a 345 kilometer, and my long-term goal is to do a sub-25k. I'm a long way away from that, I must say I'm near, near that, but that's my goal, and I'm able to do, well, this past Wednesday, I did 7 out of 8 intervals where a 2-minute rest was at that one thirty mark, so... I'm getting closer, closer to that. So I want to get used to running at a, a 3.45 pace. So hopefully, hopefully I'll be talking in the podcast a couple of weeks time how I got to a sub 20. But that, that, that's a good bit of way. My point is when I'm doing those interval runs, it's all go, go, go. When I get to the Saturday run, the Saturday run is a long run. And I switch on my long podcast. It's, you know, just three hours of my favorite kind of like, I always consider that the long pod, the long run podcast, uh, the long run soundtrack to be the same as a driving soundtrack where you know great songs you like to listen to when you're driving that's the kind of songs that are being played so when they're on I try and keep a nice comfortable pace not thinking too much about it and my mind just zones out I start thinking about different things like this past Saturday it was like how do I do the newsletter you know when different ideas came through from the newsletter different things I've picked up during the week and just it just helps me focus a lot more and I realized during it was like I haven't had this this clarity in the last two, three weeks because I haven't do, been doing my long runs. And that's when I realized I'm dependent on running because all my routines just went... And I didn't notice it until I was doing my long runs. I was like, I'm sleeping in later. I'm not sleeping well at night. I'm missing some of my early morning walks that I was doing. My consistency is gone. And it all started to go downhill. After I stopped running. Now I was still doing other resistance training. And that's always going to be my favourite type of training. I was always doing different things like that. But the running itself. Because I wasn't doing it. Everything just kind of. It slowly got a little bit worse. Not not enough to notice it. Until I had that clarity doing the long runs. And they are by far my favourite runs of the week. I just. While I'm on the long run. I just. Kind of. I don't want to say I zone out. Because I'm still thinking about the run. But my mind just wanders to different things, different tasks. And I find when I get back, it's like, oh, okay, I want to do this, this, and this. And that's why, like, on a Sunday, I have, like, a litany of lists and literally of things to do. Because my runs on a Saturday are like, oh, I, I want to do something now. I just get more motivated when the run's finished because I've got all these different ideas going through my head to do it. So, that's why I'm dependent on running. And the moral of the story is, if you're doing running you know or if you're not doing running try and get some runs in try and get some runs where it's just easy runs or long runs where you get to zone out and you just get to think and that's going to help you out and give you clarity and help you get more focus on other things I've tried the motivation thing I'm going to continue not the motivation I've tried the the meditation thing I'm going to continue trying the meditation thing we're going to be talking a little bit of breathing down in a second after this hell of a long intro and hopefully I can get a rhythm and routine in that but it's been 32 years Not that I've been trying to meditate For 32 years But in the last <laughs> The last 4, 5, 6 years I'm like I really need to start doing this I still Haven't got into A rhythm routine I put up high enough On my priority list To do it And it's something That I need to do That's why I'm saying Out loud in the podcast To hold myself accountable To do it So We'll see how the meditation stuff goes But for now My meditation My Calvus my, my Clarity Comes from long runs Go figure because a couple of years ago, I would not have said that. I would have said running was just absolute torture, and I don't get the point in it, but I'm a changed man. And with that said, we're going to go straight into today's topic, which is on breathing. So, this idea actually came to me during my long run on Saturday. I had a load of different ideas, and one of them was this topic I'm going to talk about now, which I talked about in my Coach on Newsletter yesterday and the reason i'm talking about it now as well as the newsletter because i think it's going to be very important for for everyone in the weeks and months ahead and i had a kind of a clickbaity subject line on it was like my mistakes it was something like my my mistakes from a stag priority will help you in the weeks and months ahead i was like and uh, it, it was very clickbaity but at the same time it was true and obviously there wasn't I wasn't one of those uh, Tell all stories Or anything like that Or any real Juicy gossip in it And I went back to Back at the end of the, the start of February And I know it was the start of February Because it was the weekend Of the 49ers In the Super Bowl And it was supposed to be Two nights to stag, I only did one night Because the second night I had to go back down to Wicklow I Had to watch the Super Bowl With my dad And a couple of beers And I was about to say Enjoy it But I was enjoying it Right up to the last Seven minutes of the game We are up 20 to 10 And it really hurts To talk about it So I'm not, I'm not going to Talk about it anymore From there but um, we went paintballing this Saturday And I was looking around the lads And talking about how they get, were getting on And catch up with people I just hadn't seen in the last Jesus, two, three, four years in some cases If not longer And I was like, I'm going to do really well in this I'd never done paintballing before But I was getting really competitive And I wanted to win, who doesn't? And I was like, my fitness kind going helped help me out here Because we'd started the Any Given Run Day podcast Five weeks before that And I was building up towards the marathon in Madrid and I knew my fitness was well I was I was back under sub 50 for a 10k And it was, I, was, I was in good shape I just ran a sub, a sub 50 10k earlier that week So I knew I was going to do really well In terms of running around the place And I was just going to be like a maniac here And just like Rambo. I thought I was going to be great at it Long story short what happened was I absolutely sucked. We had two um the first event was like this this big field and one team was over on one side and then like a hundred yards down was was another team it was like these kind of prop buildings and burnt out cars and stuff in the middle. I remember when I started I ran three quarter pace 20 20 yards max. No, not even 20 yards, maybe yeah, around 20 yards or so actually 100 yards isn't that long it was around 100 meters i should say it was it was just more than the size of a football pitch away from each other to start off with so i ran around 20 yards towards this burnt out car the reason that's important was it wasn't that long of a di- it wasn't that much of a distance and i was like I thought that was kind of tough what the hell like i'm after doing sub 10k i wasn't sprinting towards it, so it wasn't the fact that i used all my energy running towards this car and i crouched down behind and i'm like oh i don't feel good and then I ran towards the prop building. Of course, my own teammates didn't know what was going on. So he's in the shooting me. And I'm like, what are you doing? That hurt, one. And two, as I got behind the building, I'm like, I'm actually out of breath here. What, what's what's going on here? And I remember seeing another car around 30, 40 yards down front of me. And I knew there was... The other team was getting closer towards us. And I was like, I don't even care if I got shot at this stage. The, the the will to win was completely gone. I was so tired already. I was like, ah, see what happened. So I ran towards it, crouched down, got shot four or five times, put the hand up. And I was like, yeah, I'm out of the game. I've definitely gotten shot. Came back. And that's when I got to take the mask off and just get a bit of fresh air. And I'm like, I am completely out of shape. But I'm not out of shape. What's going on? And what was happening was I was using the mask Obviously, had to use the mask because you don't have the mask and the the face protection on you. You get shot there; it, it's gonna lead to all sorts of trap of, of trouble. So you have to have that protective gear on you. But because of the protective gear, I couldn't run for shit for the entire thing, and it was really annoying because, like, well, there's my one advantage of being fit. have fit right out the window, and I completely suck at paintballing. Like, I hate saying that, but I do. And the point behind it was because of the mask. I'm very CO2 intolerant and I was listening to a podcast uh, by Joe DeFranco this past week talking about this and talking about how, you know, with, with COVID-19 and everything going on right now a lot of us may have to wear masks, masks in public going forward. Now I'm not saying you should or shouldn't wear masks, and all other stuff there or getting into anything political. Somehow coronavirus is now a political thing, especially in the States. So I'm not getting into that but if you are wearing a mask, it's going to be much harder to breathe now and Joe Joe DeFranco was talking about he was getting all this from Brian McKenzie who I heard both, both of these names I'd actually heard from one of the first times through Tim Ferris's book, um, The Four Hour Body. It's mad how you 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 watch listens to certain people, uh and it just comes full circle with the different different influences you listen, to. like, oh yeah, they're getting this from this, and it just comes once it once um small net. But getting back back to the point. Uh, Brian McKenzie was talking about breeding and how a lot of us, uh, the majority of us, I think he said, uh, are um, CO2 intolerant. And what's happening is when we have a mask on, it's crap. It's trapping that CO2, it's trapping that carbon dioxide. So we find it harder to breed. You know, we w- might get uh, lightheaded, headaches, all different things can come from it. And if we're going out in public now wearing masks and stuff, it's going to be very hard to 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 work, especially if you're not, um, especially if your fitness levels are low. And I didn't think mine were at the time, but I really struggled with my breathing. I still struggle with my breathing now. Like I did a five k today, and the last kilometer I was struggling through. Like I could feel myself chest breathing. I don't breathe properly, and it's something I've known for years. I need to work on. But if we're gonna have to wear masks in public from now on, I'm definitely gonna to have to work this, working this a lot more, and he was saying some different breathing techniques to help ourselves overcome that CO2 intolerance. One of them I've mentioned a few times in this podcast before is that at the end of a workout, just lying down on your back, feet up, taking a big deep breath in for two to three seconds, hold for two to three seconds, breathing out. For two, three seconds, hold, and repeat that eight, ten times, and that helps get your heart rate down, starts recovery level, and also helps with your breathing. The main thing to do it is you're not just taking normal breaths, two, three seconds. You're trying to take full breaths, full circum. Oh, I messed up that word. I'm gonna leave this. I'm not even gonna edit that part out. Circumferential circum. I can't think of a the- goddamn name it for it. But anyway, it's basically. You're not breathing just through your chest. Your whole diaphragm's getting involved. You're breathing through your stomach. Your uh, circumfront I can't think of that fecal circumfront Not circumcision. circumfront Ah, it's gone. Anyway, basically, it's three hundred and sixty, um, three hundred and sixty degrees. Your whole body just kind of expands as you breathe in, especially through your stomach, your sides breathe in nice big deep breath for holding and slowly releasing until all your breath comes out of your body and it's doing that eight to ten times and another technique they were talking about was nasal only breathing so if you're doing your walks especially the morning walks and stuff it's just taking a big deep breath through the nose hold for two three seconds and slowly breathe out until all the air is out of your body and then trying to hold your breath there for as long as you can and then once you can't hold it any longer, then you're not going towards you know your face going blue and all the rest. It's just once you have that need that you have to start breathing again, taking that big deep breath in. And Joe DeFranco's talking about how doing this in sets like a reverse ladder really works. So if you did it the first time, you take a big deep breath into your nose, slowly breathe out and keep breathing out until there's nowhere in your body, and then hold that for as long as you can. Once you have to breathe again, breathe. Breathe in and out through the nose only. Going for ten reps. And on the tenth one, hold. Slowly breathe out, and then hold your breath with hold with no no uh, oxygen in your body, I suppose, until you have to go again. Then do it for nine reps, eight, seven. Because when you do it the first time, you're gonna need a couple of breaths to to get right back to. Because if you just went straight to breathe in, try to breathe out, you're not gonna last nowhere near as long. So you need to just get the breaths back going again. But if you do it. 10 reps, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, and then stop at 4 because the last 3, 2, 1, you're just not going to get enough breath in. It's just not going to be effective. So doing that while you walk is going to help you that when you eventually have to start wearing masks out in public, if we have to wear masks out in public, and even if not, it's going to help you with your cardio anyway. So it's not a bad thing to do, to get out, get some fresh air, try this nasal breathing and seeing how it goes. And that's pretty much... I somehow talked about stag parties to morning walks and deep reading through the nose, but you know, uh, I got a couple of emails after that going, like, oh, geez, that was a bit of a bait and switch there, Sean, but hey, it was actually, it was a very interesting read, and I, I thought it was, so it's something that I need to work on, especially when it comes to my running, and if we're going to be in public wearing masks, and once again, I don't know if we are, I don't know for sure at uh, the science and how much it works in terms of protecting us and protecting others around us if if we have it that's not for me to say I'm not a scientist it, it's, it's just not my field so I, I have no I have no say in it and I don't think my, my voice in that department is any way important and uh, if you're listening to me for COVID-19 updates you've got you, you need to, re- to reassess everything from there so I'm going to wrap up the podcast with this we started our 5k uh, challenge today with the any given run day run club because last tuesday the dublin city marathon got cancelled for 2020 and i find it's very hard to go out and get some runs in if you don't have an end goal in mind so we decided to create our own end goals in the running group and to do that we've set a 5k pb challenge so whether you've never ran before or you're pretty efficient at running the 5k challenge is there for you for the end of June and set a date and go you know what for the next five weeks I'm going to dedicate my running to improving my 5k time and we're hoping then to build toward a 10k time and then further on throughout the summer as we get close to, to what would be the Dublin City Marathon at the end of October but we're going to take a five weeks at a time 5k challenge. If you want to get involved I'm going to have a link in the description and just, just click it You'll be sent into the Facebook group, and from there, just scroll through a couple of posts. You'll see we did a quick ebook on it for different sample plans for training towards whatever your 5k goal is. We also did like intervals, so we do like a hashtag, hashtag 5k Monday, which I've talked about in the opening to this podcast, where I'm using hills and stuff to help push myself on towards doing a 5k PB in five weeks' time. We do interval Wednesday, and I have on the ebook all the different splits for if you want to do a 400 meter 800 meter or 1k interval split what what your goal target should be so if your goal target is 23 and a half minutes for example you'll see the split for 400 meters beside that what you should aim for in your training sessions the 800 meter split and the 1k split and then the long run weekend being just 30 percent of that mileage you do that week each week adding 10 percent so it's all adding 10 percent mileage onto your your overall running distance you're doing throughout a week. So that way you're not doing too much too fast and you're, you're building up your endurance, leading towards the, the 5k PB. And we'll see how that goes towards the end of June. So if you're interested in doing that, just click on the link, get involved, and like the Any Given Run Day Instagram page as well. I know I'm i blend blended to the coach on and the any given run day right now, but it's keeping me on track going out and doing runs, on day, especially on days I don't want to get out and do a run. It's helping me keep on track to do those runs. So hopefully it'll help you guys as well. There's a lot of a lot of people in that group, they talk about the runs, they talk about the experience doing the runs as well, which has helped me. I've changed some of my philosophy on running based on my experiences and their experiences and trying different things throughout that. And I think because of that group, I've become a better runner. So if you're interested in doing that, onto the group. I've waffled way too much on it, so I'm going to wrap up the podcast here. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Coach John's Fitness Podcast. Maybe there might be another episode this week. Who knows? I'm trying to get better at doing these things, and that's pretty much it, guys. Thank you for listening. Hopefully see you on the inside of the Any Given Run Day Run Club. Take care.